Welcome, welcome to Fortunato Podcast. Fortunato, to give you a little context, means Italian, lucky in Italian, right? Yes, means lucky. Fortunato lucky. means lucky in uh, Italian, if you translate. And uh, I actually found that uh, not too long ago, and somebody told me that uh, Fortunato means lucky. And that was good to know because I feel very lucky. I feel like life is always shining. And uh, today we want to focus on the talk a little bit about how much confidence is related to the size of the person. If, uh, if a bigger person means that give him more confidence to act and behave in his life. Well, and, and I have a, a little, uh, not a story, but an observation that I have with, with kids that are a little bit bigger <clears throat> and they get like separate from the other kids because they don't want, uh, want to play with them maybe because they're too big or even teenagers that I, that, that I see that get here and they're intimidated by, by just being uh, in whatever place that, that, that you can think of, but they're just being ostracized, like they're being like separated from the other kids just because they're bigger. And I think Jackson has a uh, interesting story of on, on his life. And that's why we want to share this because I think it's pretty interesting. Maybe it can help you to get, um, be able to relate with Jackson in that part and, and, and see the benefits and how he, mature enough to have that insecurity like just go away and not just go away like magic but help a little bit with time so tell, tell a little bit about your story of yeah my of story was uh pretty much what I, I see a lot of my story repeating uh in front of me here at the gym i was that kid that uh, the parents always mention oh your son is the big one he's the he's the taller one in the in the group and uh, today I weigh 195, I'm 6'4", so I'm not the smaller on any group that I participate. And same was when I was a child. And uh, that never reflect on my confidence because I had a lot of problems with confidence when I was a child. Probably because also I was a obese child and uh, I've been fighting should don't be an overweight child since I remember going to school. And probably that was one of the things that really caused to interfere and never let me become a confident child. I was the one that was getting bullied in the school, in the school bus, and all that stories that today I simulate in the kids' class. Oh, they take my, your, your, they're gonna take your lunch money. That was exactly what was happening with me in real life. And of course, many years ago, we don't have the access to this kind of programs that we work today. But it uh, was pretty interesting uh, how my size never helped to improve my confidence as a child. And uh, of course, I ended up finding jujitsu, and definitely that was the fact that really boosted my confidence and turned me into a different person. And, and there's one thing that is interesting, and, and we always talk about it, that uh, there's some uh, students that arrive here 
mm-hmm. and they're always intimidated and they're yeah. way bigger and bigger and stronger but they don't understand how strong and and, and not this not the size but how strong they are and how they can survive and they still yeah, are nervous is, to be here this was actually one of the reasons why we brought this topic uh we started to talk about this student in particular that he's one of the toughest students we have here he's a big guy maybe like 210 <laughs> very muscular very physically attributes natural and of course he work out and he plays soccer here at the facilities too and uh, I always saw him as a guy that would never be afraid of walking a martial arts school you know and after a couple of years he was training here one day we sat after training for the regular talk after the training and he said he told me like professor I I spent over six months walking by the gym and I never had the guts to walk in and ask for information and I love UFC and he actually is a is our uh, is the guy that always know about the fights and everything because he's really into the martial art and there was a guy that was totally scared of walking in and ask for information and do his first class and uh, I found that after six months that he was already training here uh, actually a couple of years he was training here and uh, one day he brought that story and uh, and that guy that I always see as a very tough very confident person actually he was not he was a big guy that was not feeling comfortable to walk in the gym and ask for information to do his trial class and today he's really embracing the embracing the judicial lifestyle and uh, yeah that little detail was interrupting a, a new chapter in his life that can be I see him as a one of those guys that's gonna achieve the rank of a black belt one day 100%. and uh, and he was walking by here and never have the confidence enough on his on his body, on his mentality of walking and say, hey guys, what's what's going on here? I love I love MMA and I always want to train Jiu-Jitsu, but it took him like six months to finally walk in and talk with us. I hope, hopefully we can have him uh, one time here so he can tell his own story, yeah, his own perspective. Yeah, we can definitely invite him. He's a very, very cool person. Because he knows, he knows if, if we explain the, uh, all the details, he's going to know exactly that we're gonna uh, we're talking about him so hopefully he can be here in the yeah. in the podcast and, and you can hear his own story and his own point of view and why uh, he did it because this is just uh just a little story that he gave but it's awesome to just see him and and he explaining his own perspective but i wanted to ask jackson like well uh, jackson lived in london for a couple of years and and had what uh, one gym there or two gyms uh, we, en- we end up having several academies in London from 2005 until 2012. That was the time that I lived there. And, and I'm asking that because you have this, this, aca- this academy here and London, of course, being a different culture. And living in Brazil as well, do you think having those experiences there, is it the same? Those, those people that are bigger still have the same anxiety. Uh, yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing. Absolutely I don't know. It's interesting same. to see Brazil and London yes. and the U.S. having the same. Since I have been involved in jiu-jitsu schools in Brazil, in Europe, and uh, here in the U.S., I have this view of everywhere is the same. Everybody have this lack of confidence sometimes to achieve, to bring up the genius they have inside. Do you, you have know? a cool story for it? 
Uh, yeah. Always alcohol, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know many, many stories of, uh, of students that came in, some, some of them accidentally. Uh, the cool story is uh, in London, in my gym, uh, right next to the mat, there is this waiting lift room where like, there is like really, really strong guys that wait, uh, lift weights there every day. And I was going sneaking there and doing my workout sometimes. So I ended up meeting these four or five guys that become a good friend of mine. And they are huge, like really, really. They used to compete in, uh, on um, many challenges of weightlifting. Believe me, like really, really pumped people, you know, like they work out hard, like really hard, strong. And I was always telling them about, uh, hey, come and try Jiu-Jitsu classes right next door. Come and try Jiu-Jitsu class. And they never, never really accept the invitation and come to check it out. And, uh, and they, 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 they knew about Jiu-Jitsu. I talked with them and they knew the power of Jiu-Jitsu, the, the technique, Trump over strength. They knew that concept that was out there. And I think that's what make them not very confident to come and challenge us. That's and, uh, and like huh. years passed, I was going to that place every day and seeing them and become good friends, but totally breeding different subjects. They are like focused on the waiting lift area and I was focused on the jiu-jitsu area. And then one day, uh, one, one of them came to check it out and his name is Nathan and he's one of my best friends in the UK. And I'm telling you, if I put a picture of him, you guys are gonna see what I'm talking about. I'm talking about <laughs> an 18-year-old kid that breathes weight lifting the whole day and eats. Regardless where he is, he has his protein and his food <laughs> ready and he really takes care of it. And he's huge. It's a huge kid. And he comes to the gym finally. I think he talked with his friends there and he came and, okay, what's, what's going on with this jiu-jitsu thing here? I wanna, I wanna check it out what this is. And, uh, and he was, was very like cocky kid and yeah. he, he think that he always thought that he could handle a fight because he was very strong. So finally he broke that barrier and he came in. And, uh, and he came in, he actually challenged, challenged me directly. He came in, so let's, let's try oh, Jiu-Jitsu, wow. you and me together, let's try it. I say, you really want to try it? And he say, yeah, yeah, I want to try it. And I say, okay, so you're going to go with the blue belt there. And then I call Pedro. I say, hey, come here, come here. Pedro was one of my students. I know that he could handle that situation pretty well. And, uh, and I told Nathan, I say, Nathan, you want to really check it out what jiu-jitsu is? You don't have to go with me. You can go with Pedro here. Pedro is a blue belt. He's been training here for a while. So you're not going to be able to say that I'm yeah, controlling yeah. you because I'm a black belt or whatever. Huh. Let's go with this guy here. He's been training here for two years. And that's it. And Pedro controlled him on the ground and smacked him over a little bit and messing him up. <laughs> and, uh, and he didn't know what to do. And he was exhausted. And Pedro was smaller or bigger than him? Pedro was probably like same side, like same weight, but like not like 10% as muscular yeah, yeah, yeah. as he was. Yeah. You know, Nathan is, I'm talking about- Muscle wise. I'm talking about bigger. a huge kid yeah. that's really, really muscular. And uh, we can put a picture of him and then people can see and he's going to be very happy with that. He is a good friend of mine and he loved this story. He loved this story. And, uh, and then that's it. Nathan left and then next day Nathan was there again. Nathan came back and, hey, can I try again? I said, sure, let's go. Pedro is not here today. You're going to go with that other guy. Uh, and that's, that's it. Cool. And that's like was three, four times. I'm putting Nathan different guys and he was going there and the same result. 
He's on the bottom being controlled. And then Nathan started to come to the gym, but he never had a gi, he never, he always forgot his belt. <laughs> he was always like, get him as, uh, disappear from the gym, and I was always over him. I said, Nathan, come on, because I knew his potential. I knew when I saw him moving in, in the mats, I know like, man, this kid, he have a lot of power. He's young, he's a very disciplined kid with his food. I see that the way that he eat, the way that yeah. he's, he work out, he's always there for long hours. And if he directs a little bit of that to Jiu-Jitsu and he learned and he put this all together, we're going to have a very good competitor. At those days, I was really focusing in uh, preparing my students for competitions. And Nathan become one of, he's probably a brown belt by now. And uh, when I left the UK, I know that he's low down in training a lot too because we are like very, very good friends. And, uh, and that's it. And I start to bring Nathan to tournaments and he start to get everything. And he, gi, no gi, whatever the battle was, this kid was there. And he was very, very good. Very, very good competitor. That's awesome. In, in what, because this is interesting to see the difference of the, the, the coaches and seeing the same mentality. That For me, that, that is super interesting because we can see that in different, even though in different coaches and in, in different countries and we have the same, not only the, the mentality, but the same insecurity of just like, oh, I don't think I can do this and everything. And I think uh, how, th this is the, the next question that, that I had in mind, like how did you like decide, no, I need to do this even though, even though I'm, I'm a little bit scared in the beginning or not only what you did, but what do you see other people do to as well, like dif uh, different from you? Like what do you do to enter the mat? and say like, I'm just gonna try this. I'm tired of waiting or I'm tired of being scared. Like what, what do you think before training Jiu-Jitsu? What I think before I training Jiu-Jitsu? Yeah, like what you training uh, before, because I, I know that you, that you told me you were a little bit intimidated to come in and everything, mm -hmm. you were the big kid, but what was the, 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 the mentality before coming in? Like, okay, I need to try this. I'm tired of waiting or you saw it interesting and then- I think like in my what? case it was different because I never, Jiu-Jitsu was uh, kind of a, a thing that I, ne I never wanted, I, I never wanted to try it. Uh -huh. I was involved in the capoeira. I used to train capoeira for many years in Brazil. I did capoeira for three or four years. And uh, I run a project about capoeira, of capoeira in the university where I was doing uh, my PE graduation. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and my friends always say like, hey, you should try jiu-jitsu. And that was like when jiu-jitsu was just starting, starting my city in Brazil was so you right were in after. college? Yeah, I was in college. Ah. And, uh, and that's how I found out. That was like right after Hoyce Gracie and there is this little gym next to my house. And I ended up going there one day and one friend from Capoeira, he invited me, hey, let's go there. I went there and Jiu-Jitsu seems to be really cool. Let's go there and try it. And, uh, and I have experienced Jiu-Jitsu before, but I had a situation in the gym that I could not really train. The gym was far from my house. And there is a guy that used to train Jiu-Jitsu there. <laughs> and I know that this guy, he not like me for some reason. This guy Sorry, doesn't like funny, me. Man. You know, his nickname was Babão. <laughs> Babão was, uh, we, be, we ended up becoming friends before, but for some reason this guy, he don't like me. And I know that he was a tough guy in Jiu-Jitsu and I went there to the gym the first day and he was there and he like intimidated me very much. He said, oh, you're gonna train here now? That's good. And I said, wow, I cannot really train here. 
because cool. Babão is here. So I, I end up like training there, but I have to go to the class when I knew that Babão was not there or there is somebody that could assist me. So I, I was not like really focused. So I, I was more focused on the capoeira. And then when this other gym opened, I knew that Babão was not there and uh, Babão's story had already passed. And, uh, we can tell later and then we can I engaged. Tell and then I engaged when I started to train Jiu-Jitsu after the first week i was going to the gym like two three times a day i was leaving the gym mm. i i used I, I used to not work during the week i used to work just on the weekends and during the week i spent my whole day in the mats and i did that for years before i moved to the uk and i really speed the learning process because i spent maybe like five six years intensively every day in the mats every day injured or not i was in the mats every day for all classes all the time and uh yeah, yeah. it was a different it was a different experience for you and what do you see it was for a different start yes i yeah. never i never see like totally oh i'm getting bullied what's the solution for yeah. me to get bullied ah go to jiu-jitsu and you're gonna learn something that's gonna help with that yeah. it was not like that you know i accidentally Fix the problem, the past, yeah. finding jujitsu, and become a more confident person. And, yes. and wh what do you see in, in in London and in Brazil? People that they were bigger, but they were intimidated. What was for them that they just wanted to start? Maybe that what Nathan did, just like show up, try it out, and do like a little demonstration. Just yeah, like that's there is there is all <laughs> kinds of cases that come jujitsu school, and I think I think this one of the 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 diamond of being part of a jujitsu school is. You are in a room surrounded with people from all different backgrounds and everybody have a different goal. And the only thing in common between you guys in that moment is like you are learning a very important tool to achieve whatever you have on your, on your pocket. You know, whatever yeah. is your goal, we are all here trying to find a, a way to become better than we used to be. You know, but everybody have a different goal. Some kids come because they got bullied in the school. Other kids, they come because they just want to do some physical activity. Their parents, yeah, they exactly. like the idea of training martial arts. And they see that jiu-jitsu is becoming more visible as a martial art for kids because it's efficient and it works. Yeah, no and violence. And, and yeah. then when you have a very structured program, it's, it's not just, it's very fun but extends the learning process out of the door. You know, with the programs that we're using now, we extend the learning process here to, to, the, to the house and also to the school. So it's, it's a solid thing for kids yeah. to do. And, uh, the, and, and sorry to cut you off, but there's, a, there's something interesting of, like I'm, I'm thinking now of how many students that enter with that mindset, oh, I didn't want to do it before, and there were strong uh, uh, big guys, and now they're in jiu-jitsu, how many quit or regret it yeah. just the entering? I yeah. think there's low percentage of that. Yeah, it's uh, this something everybody, everybody say that now. Oh, I wish I had found this before. I wish that I All of them said that, right? Yeah, everybody says it. <laughs> when, you, when you fall in love for something, <laughs> and, uh, and then we see that happening here all the time. People come and they fall in love with jiu-jitsu yeah. because it's a good thing to do. And, uh, and then you hear that's that, so cool that's that like, oh, I wish, I wish that I was younger when I found out jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And uh, I will, uh, 
being a Brazilian, I wish too that I have started earlier, mm. like even earlier than the day when Babão was not accepting <laughs> in the gym, you know, like I would, I would be much happier if I could, but I don't think that's a f fact, you know, like, yeah. oh, I wish I was, <coughs> there's two things that I hear that uh, I totally disagree with them. And the students also, after they engage and they get, they, they also gonna change that mindset. It's like, I wish I had started earlier. I'm too old now and I need to get in shape before I try a class. Yeah. You know, these are things that- It's pretty common. It's very related to confidence. You know, it's just excuse of- Not starting. You not being confident of a new challenge, mm -hmm. you know, a new chapter in your life. And, uh, and the sooner you do it, it's, yeah. like everything else that you learn and become part of you you yeah. know jiu-jitsu is like that too there's something uh, that i always hear that it's better uh, there's two times to uh, optimum to plant a tree now and 20 years ago yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah. It, like it doesn't matter just do it now and then that, that will be fine if you, you don't fine. do now because you regret that you didn't do that before yeah. and if then it's uh, you 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 missing the point again twice i think yeah. you're repeating exactly, the same mistake yeah. 100%. No, that's, that's so cool. It's, uh, and confidence is, is very related with that. You know, yeah. sometimes you don't do something because you're not confident enough to do it. And then after years or whatever the time have passed, you think, oh man, I wish I have done that before. Yeah. So never let it, never let a challenge pass by. You know, you're never going to know if that was the right choice or not if you don't do it. Yeah. You know, and I had I had two big events in my life of big change that I did. One was leaving Brazil without nothing, no English, no friends, no money, and I left. And of course, I had jujitsu that I ended up finding out that was more than what I thought it was. Yeah. I arrived in London, I didn't know anybody, I didn't know anything. So the first thing I did was to look for a jujitsu school and found my friend Roger Brooklyn there that's opened the doors and immediately in the first month that I was there I, I was surrounded with friends and people helped me in all kinds of ways and uh, and then the second challenge was leaving UK and come to the US right. you know like really put me in a position like should I do it or not should I do it or not if I do it I will know the answer if I don't do it, I will never know the answer. I will be always asking myself, should I have moved to London or not? Should I have leave always London wonder. and go to the US or not? Yeah. Now I know, I know what I should have done. And I did it and uh, if that was the right choice, I could always go back and try to reestablish what I had. But if I didn't try it, I would be, probably in Brazil right now, seeing my friends expanding Jiu-Jitsu around the world yeah. and me missing that opportunity that I had there to start training Jiu-Jitsu with the right people back in Brazil. And uh, what I'm very thankful for, for that, to have these people around me back then and introduce me to Jiu-Jitsu and that's become my life. And today I can share that with people that I share, you know? So I think that's, very related with you being confident or not. Everything you do, you try, especially some new things in your life.
I think it's curiosity too. Like just being yeah. curious to to see what what the is combination, the combination, right? There. The curiosity and being confident to pass. Just try it, yeah. Yeah. Of trying it out. Um. So we we have to go. Um. So we have to 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 do some uh, something else. We have a meeting. So we're gonna show for the people who's watching. We're gonna show a quick technique. Um. Jack's gonna show one. I, I was showing that I that I learned recently. Um. And then so if the, if you just listen to this, you can jump into the link. And then you can see the videos on social media or whichever uh, you want to watch it. And for the ones that, that are watching it, just wait for a few minutes and then we're going to jump into the technique. Um, thank you everybody for, for listening. Thank you for everybody for, for watching if you're watching. And we have a couple more more cool stories and we will talk about Bully so he can explain the Babaon situation. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty uh, funny story. And then uh, uh, we can share with you guys. And then, uh, and then yeah, no, thank you so much. and. And let us know. Let us know if you liked it. Thank you.